Welcome. You are now listening to the Anything Goes podcast with your hosts, Greg and Alex. This one's going out to Kenya and the boys at the shelter. Check, check. One, two, one, two, three, five, twelve, seven, three, five, zero. Welcome, 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 welcome to a very special episode of the Anything Goes podcast. I am one half of your host, Greg, a.k.a. Crazy Greg, a.k.a. Pooh Bear, and we're joined from New York City Oh yeah. with the other half. Alex, what's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I always feel so boring that I just have one name. Yeah, well, you are boring, so it fits you, <laughs> it fits you perfectly. <laughs> Although you call me other names, but we won't say that here. <laughs> uh, you know what name... I can't call you because it's already taken. What's that? Mama Shelter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and we are joined by her herself, Miss mm-hmm. Mama Shelter, Janelle. <laughs> yeah. Janelle Simmons. Mm-hmm. And uh, what a great person. Oh, man. It, you can't even begin to explain how good of a person she is. Yeah. And uh, so real quick, we, we picked this song today to open up with. Yes. Because one, this is like our jam. Yeah. This song actually has a lot of meaning for us. Yes, it, it does. does. It's it's like major meaning behind it. Yeah. And uh, it's very special to us. It really is. It, it genuinely is. Like, of course, if you've listened to our past episodes, you know we love Disney, but it's actually more than just that. Yeah. And we, we have a nice special connection to it we do and we always said you know we want to use this song on the podcast but we need to save it for the right moment and this is it this is it and uh quick side story before we get into this there's a you could youtube video of uh on the subway station in new york city the cast of the lion king broadway Mm -hmm. show and the cast is on it and they just break out of nowhere and and sing the song i'm literally i swear like, I swear, I'm getting goosebumps thinking of it right now. It's yeah. so good. And I probably haven't cried since <laughs> Simba got chased by the all the animals in that and scene. Fossa. Yeah, and I would probably have cried in that subway station. Oh, I definitely would have. <laughs> Just from, like, the goosebumps. It, it, the the yeah. video gave me goosebumps. I can't even imagine being in there. I was so jealous seeing it and being like, oh, why couldn't I be there? Yeah, and it was definitely a time that, you know, that song connected with us so yeah yeah yeah. uh anyway let's get back to uh to janelle Mm -hmm. because she is you know i I mean she's part of the reason why we continue doing this podcast i I get into that during the interview right and uh she's so inspirational and just does so good in this world yeah and i don't know we love her yes and she's genuine and she's selfless yes (laughs) (laughs) i want to make sure i uh really pronounce that word selfless right. selfless yeah <laughs> um side note real quick we're having a crazy hailstorm over <laughs> in new york right now yes um so if you hear any hail hitting a window right. in the background 
That's what that is. Yeah. We're pretty <laughs> much in storm number six within the past two weeks. Yeah. Of, February uh, 2021 has been crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So, if you hear that, that those pebbles hitting the... Uh, the window it's, it's, it's not hell. like a mood setting noise or anything like that it's actually right. happening <laughs> uh so yeah and and <clears throat> i broke down the numbers 7350 yes. which is 7350 and that's how many miles away janelle is from us right so now far. that's how far she flew out to uh do better to better this world yeah and uh real quick and then we'll get into the interview janelle is from texas yes moved to new york and then went to Kenya. You'll hear the interview on a trip, and she fell in love, and she moved out there to to better the the kids out there. Yeah, yeah. So she kind of took them in, and she's getting them off the streets, and getting them, you know, off drugs, and out of just trouble. bad behaviors yeah, and trouble. Yeah. And she's setting them on the right path. Right. And if anybody can do it, it is Janelle. It's Mama Shelter. That's right. <laughs> and uh, she, you know, we keep in touch with her. Obviously, I wish we could keep in touch with her way more than we yeah. do, but... To be honest, I keep in touch more with Janelle than I do with people who live a half hour from me. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Cause Absolutely, right. She just, She's just that good of a person. You want to be around her. She's so... She just lightens the mood. She, she does. Really does. She, she brightens anything, and, and she'll send us pictures and videos yes. of, you know, what she's doing out there. Uh-huh. And you could just see the smiles on these kids' faces that yeah. she brings... They're so cute. And ah, oh, it's it's amazing. And it really is like sometimes we'll reach out to her if, you know, we're having a whatever day and we just need to, you know, just feel good. Yeah, yeah. And she does that. Mm-hmm. So that's we'll who she like, is. We'll be like, hey, miss you. Wish you were here. And yeah. she'll be like, oh, I'll miss you guys too. And she'll send us videos of the kids or crazy animals that she sees. Like there's right. just like giraffes. And I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> we have like possums running around. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Raccoons. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Janelle breaks down a lot of what she does out in Kenya. Yeah. She tells us what her days are like and, mm-hmm. you know, what she does with these kids mm-hmm. and how she helps them. And she really is making a difference. Mm-hmm. And she gives us some insight on her mindset and just how she views the world. Yeah. And it's just amazing to hear. Definitely. So uh, should we get into it? Do you have anything else to say beforehand? No, let's do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> so... Uh, Crazy Greg, Alex, Anything Goes Podcast from New York, speaking with Janelle out in Kenya mm-hmm. on the Anything Goes Podcast. Enjoy it. We'll be back after the interview to uh, to break it down. But real quick, one last thing before we get into it. This interview was recorded and we were here in New York and Janelle was out in Kenya and it's over 7,000 miles away. So just in case there's a few little spots a little choppy, that's why. So, uh, Janelle from Kenya, take it away. Hey, 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 what's happening, everyone? Here we are, another episode of the Anything Goes podcast. And oh boy, is this one special to us and to everyone. We are joined by one of the most nicest giving people in the entire world that we have ever met on the podcast today. And I'm not kidding. Uh, Janelle, she's become one of our closest friends, even though she now lives just about on the other side of the world from us. But, uh, just so you all know out there, Janelle has been one of our biggest and earliest supporters of this podcast. And uh, yeah, and there have been times where I kind of like, eh, sh- is it worth doing this podcast? You know, it's a lot of work. Yeah, people even liking it, enjoying it. And Janelle would be like, oh man, I love what you're doing. It, it like keeps me close to home. And I'm like, that's it. That's all I need. Podcast, <laughs> keep going. 
We're never yes. giving this up. So, uh, Janelle, I got to say, before uh, you jump in on this, we've been doing like a stretch of like hometown heroes on the show from where we're from. And this totally defines you. And that is exactly what you are. So uh, welcome to the Anything Goes podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I don't know if I can live up to that introduction, but <laughs> I'm happy to be here. And I am your biggest fan, though. I can live up to that part. I, I can attest. <laughs> you were like our first fan ever and stuck with it. So we appreciate that. And we're so thrilled to have you. You're doing like amazing, awesome things for, uh, for many people in this entire world. And uh, can you tell us where you're, where you're living right now? I can. I am from uh, East Africa, Kenya specifically. Um, and I, this has been my home for a little over two years now. So I live right kind of in the center of Kenya, um, not too far from the, the, the big city of Nairobi, but a little bit out in the country. <laughs> That's so awesome. And, and yeah. we're pretty sure you were born and raised in Texas. Is, is that correct? You, you're pretty sure, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we is, know that. We know you're born and raised in Texas. That is a fact. So, but but I'll I'll claim I'll claim Staten Island. I lived there for a pretty good chunk. Yes, uh, you have. Um, so so yes. we we've never been to Texas. What what is that like? Oh man, Texas is all. You hear a lot of stereotypes about Texas. You know, like oh, everyone's really really country. They love high school football. And some, I mean, a lot of it's true. Like, I don't think you can overstate the, the love for high school football. Uh, sure. But in fact, my, my dad was, uh, I call my dad like the, the most Texas Texan alive. He, he started out as a high school football coach and then went into the uh, oil industry. So that's kind of Texas in a nutshell. Um, awesome. but, but Texas is Texas is great. And it's not all a bunch of like, you know, crazy right-wing conservatives, though there are plenty. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's very Southern, very um, very hospitable, lots of different people. I grew up outside of Houston, so it, just, it still kind of has that big city feel. Um, Texas is huge, right. you know, it take, it'll take it 12 hours to drive across it, so. Jeez, so, so, so shout out Houston Astros, huh? Shout out, you, well, do I want to shout them out right now? <laughs> no, 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 you know me. Good and bad, yeah. up and down. I'm a I'm a diehard Houston Astros yeah, fan, yeah. even with their their most recent of scandals. Okay. Um, I'm still a pretty big fan. You know, they they kind of lucked out with this COVID season. I don't think they got all the flack that was exactly. That was coming to yeah. them. <laughs> Us fans couldn't give it to them like we wanted to. But I, I, I gotta know. I gotta say I root for the Astros because of you. So I gotta say it. <laughs> Other person I knew in New York that was a uh Houston Astros fan <laughs> well my neighbor Anthony's a big fan he's he's big yeah, into yeah yeah that's who I was thinking about when right. uh, you said Astros fans sorry I think the connection's getting a little wonky but maybe it's back now oh um I, I don't know if you've if you've heard of show The Ranch on Netflix but uh me and Alex have been binge watching that we love it that's funny. I, I watched it back when it first came out. I think I watched like the first two seasons or so. Okay. And actually, I just, I forgot about it until you just said that. So maybe I'll catch back up with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Ashton Kutcher fan. So that's what got us hooked. Yeah, same. <laughs> All right. So, so you were born and raised in Texas. And then you decided yes. one day to up and go to, uh, to one of the biggest cities out there, New York City. Yeah. What was that crazy. like going from, from a Texas girl to, to New York City? And it, it was wild, you know, because I, 
I always love New York, but actually never, I never went to New York until I was probably in my like, I don't know, early twenties, mid twenties. And, but for some reason, I just always, i love New York, everything. I just would like read about it and try to like learn everything I could about it. And so finally, you know, when I was an adult and I had some money, I went to New York at Christmas time and uh, the like most perfect time. Well, now after being in New York, maybe not, but as a tourist, <laughs> as a tourist, the most perfect time right. to, to visit. And I don't know, just after that trip, I was just like, you know, someday I'm going to move here. And awesome. um, I think I was like 22, 23. And then, yeah. yeah, it just, it just so happened that like maybe a, five or six years later, I was 28, I think when I moved to New York, I just, things kind of fell in place. And I don't know, my, my whole philosophy with life as you know, kind of took me to the other side of the world. But I, I don't know, I just think, if you want to do something, you have the means to do it, just give it a shot. If it doesn't work yeah. out, doesn't work out. I thought I'd be in New York for like a year or two, maybe. Okay. And I was there for like eight years. Yeah. Was it like nervous coming to, to New York? Like that? Just picking up and going? A little bit. Like, just because I don't know, it's so different. Like Texas and New York are pretty, pretty polar opposite, especially just like, I don't know, I was nervous about like, I didn't have a job for one thing. I just moved with no job, which was a little bit reckless looking back, even though it worked out. But um, I was worried about that. And then just like subway system and just like navigating the city. Like, I don't know, everything was a little overwhelming. But um, I don't know, it worked for me. I always say it's not New York isn't for everyone. But I don't know, it suited me. I ended up I loved it there. Oh, it definitely did. I got to say, you took New York by storm. You did. You, 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 you made it your home. You really did. Yeah. And, uh, it still feels like home, you know? Well, it is. We, we relate you to New York and your home. And, and when you come to New York, we're like, yeah, Janelle's coming home and yeah. all that. So you do. We, you want us over. And uh, you had many friends here. And instantly when we, when we met you, we were like, oh, Janelle, we want to like know her forever. We want to be like a lifelong friend of hers. <laughs> I felt that uh, way about you guys too. (laughs) (laughs) And then fast forward eight years, you you get up and you break the news to us that uh, you're making a move out to Kenya. So so why, Janelle? Why Kenya? And what about Kenya stole your heart and stole you from us? Uh, Okay. Um, So when I was in New York, I was working for a company. Um, It's called One Medical. It's It's a medical, like, general care practice and I is a really cool company kind of like a techie type of startup and they did this sabbatical program so like after you've been working with them for five years they give you like six weeks off to just like go do something that you're passionate about right so um just like a free free six weeks uh, extra vacation time that you had to take at like one time and you had to do the only stipulation was like do something that, that you're passionate about that makes you it gets you excited. Don't just like stay home for six weeks, you know? And so, um, my background when I was in Texas, I was actually a social worker. So I kind of put that on hold when I went to New York. Um, even though like, I still obviously care about that type of work. And, uh, so I just thought, you know what, I'm, I kind of miss that, like just getting to, to work with kids and, you know, whatever. And so I, I reached out to a few friends that I knew living overseas. And, um, one of them was, a a, a friend or a married couple that was in Kenya and I was just kind of like hey do you guys have anything I can come and do or like can I just come in and hang out and see what type of work you're doing they were working in like they were work, they were working in a school in Nairobi so it was a little bit more like education focused um, and they were like actually you know you could come here and hang out with us but we know this lady who runs a children's shelter 
And we know that that's like your heart, your passion and your background. So maybe you can just like connect with her and see if there's anything that she could have you do or whatever. So anyway, so basically called up this like friend of a friend who I never met and um, was like, hey, can I come and like spend six weeks at your shelter? And like, is there anything I can do? And anyway, long story short, we ended up like, I ended up doing some training for their staff just because I have a lot of background in like working with kids who've been traumatized and PTSD and stuff like that. So I just... I don't know. I just thought the sounds good. So I just packed up and went. I ended up, I wasn't there the full six weeks. I was there, I think about four and a half weeks. This was in 2017. And I don't know. I mean, just over the course of those weeks, it just, just getting to spend time with the staff and like getting to spend time with the boys. And um, I knew when I had left there that I would be back, you know, I thought maybe I'll just come visit, you know, once a year or whatever. And I, and I did go back later that year. And, and I think it was on that trip when I was just like, you know what, there's so much I could do here like this place is awesome and it's like run by really awesome Kenyans um I guess I can back up it's a boys shelter we rescue boys from the streets and bring them in it's not an orphanage so like a lot of places out here they take these kids and they're like oh these kids are orphans but most of the kids that are living on the street are not orphans they have a family it's just a little bit of work to kind of track them down so um, I just love what they were doing that they weren't treating these kids like orphans and keeping them there for years and years and years you know the idea was like let's bring them in let's get them off the drugs let's get them let's find their families and take them home and like if there's a problem in the family let's work with them to to um to fix it so they can be at home you know kids should be in a family and so um but but the place is really awesome the staff is really awesome but there's just a lot of infrastructure stuff that was kind of lacking like filing systems and just a lot of the administrative stuff that i was like man i could come and like help with this a lot just like help the staff not only with like the training and counseling pieces but like I can like come in and create a digital filing system for them and just just stuff like that that would help them run smoother so that's when the idea kind of like took root and like I said when I have an idea about something my my thought is always like why not just do it like you know if, if you can do it let's just do it and if you hate it then you can always come back home and so I just I started it. making plans and, and moving to Kenya was a little bit trickier, of course, than moving to New York. There's like visa stuff and um, a lot of logistical stuff, but I don't know, just really the doors opened up for me to do it. And uh, so that, yeah, so I, I visited there the first time in early 2017. By the beginning of 2018, I knew I was moving and then I moved in January of 2019. So it was a little bit more of a process, but it was, I don't know, I just, when I, when I have that in my heart and I just know I'll regret it if I don't. Yeah. Do it. Well, good for so, you. I like that though. You know, give it a try. Worst case, you come back, you know, to yeah, where you yeah. are. Exactly. Right? So, yeah, so that's kind of the short story. I mean, there's a lot more <laughs> to it, yeah. but yeah, just fell in love with the place and it just, just the work that they were doing and just, um, it's neat to see kids get back and reunited with their families is really special. So, that's so awesome. Yeah. Good for you. And uh, what was the uh, language barrier like when you first got there? So, okay, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, I'll say this, which is a really cool thing about Kenya, is that um, the, the national language here is Swahili, and, um, but a lot of people here speak English because their education system, they want people to be bilingual. So they, once you get like into upper grades, like everything's in English. So they really, you know, most people who have um, gone through the school system in Kenya speak pretty good English. So it's not, it wasn't like super scary navigating like public places, like airports and restaurants and stuff. There's always English speakers. Right. Um, but 
but I work with street kids. So, um, so it's, it's a little bit more significant, a language barrier, at least when I first came, because um, a lot of the kids that I interact with don't speak any English or this like very, very small. Um, but in a lot of ways, it's been good. So after I went and came and visited here, when I went back to New York, actually, I connected with the Kenyan guy who um, kind of did like Swahili training with me just to get me the basics. It's a, it's a relatively easy language to learn as opposed to some languages. Everything oh. sounds the way it's spelled, so that's cool. All right. <laughs> there's no like weird characters or anything. <laughs> um, and so, but there's like all these, so think about, you know, like Spanish or whatever has like a feminine and a masculine, you right. know, but Swahili has like, I think seven different noun classes. So it's not just feminine and masculine. Like you have to know that like a cup is a certain noun class and then like a table is a certain noun class. So that's a little bit tricky, but once you learn everything, it kind of sticks to the rules. And, you know, I just kind of got thrown in head first once I got here. So I learned a lot. I can communicate pretty well. Uh, right. I mean, I'm, cer I'm certainly not fluent, but I can get by. <laughs> How do you say anything goes with Greg and Alex? Oh gosh, anything goes. <laughs> anything is like, Popote, popote, quenda, not Greg, not Alex. Ah, I like it. Quenda, quenda is to go. I hope no Kenyans are listening to this. And what's a typical day like for you out there in Kenya when you're, you know, doing your thing? So I, um, I mean, in general, a lot of the work that I do is like back in work. So I do a lot of like, I said the digital filing stuff and social media and working with donors and things. So a lot of times I'm just doing, doing work on my computer, but I go to the shelter in the morning, the boys have a pretty strict program. Like we have like counseling and academic stuff. And so um, I'm involved with some of that, like counseling stuff. Sometimes I do like a, we just recently got some laptops donated. So I've been doing like computer classes with the boys, just cool like a lot of them have never even been around a, a computer so just like giving them basics we do like typing and actually today um today i let them kind of have a free-for-all and they they just wanted to google things because we learned about google and so <laughs> they wanted to google but the stuff they want to google is like hilarious they love they love american like action movies and they love um a lot of like kung fu and like indian and chinese actors so so they want to google like they want to google like dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> they want to google like jean-claude van damme and jet Li. <laughs> a lot of these like indian actors that i've never heard of so it's so funny and they'll just spend an hour just like googling and looking at pictures and looking at like movie posters so they're pretty funny they like maps too they like to find where they live and then do like the google satellite map and find their house or their school or whatever so it's so good. Um, well, yeah, yeah, so that's that's part of what I do. I, I do like some class with them. And then I just hang out. We we do a lot of games. So a lot of therapy when the boys first come in because they're coming off drugs and they're whatever. And so um, they just need a lot of downtime. So we play cards and we play skip bow, <laughs> card, like card games. We play checkers. And um, we listen to a lot of music and just like hang out in the afternoons just so they can kind of the classes and stuff can be overwhelming when you're coming off the street so yeah that's that's almost crazy for me to like even comprehend because you know we see the pictures you post and you know every now and then we'll see videos and these kids just like they just look like the most nicest innocent sweet 
Like we, we see the smiles that you put on their faces and I can never even like understand how they're just nothing but like the nicest kids in the world. And Ooh, well, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and that's so, that's awesome that you see that. Cause like there are days when I'm just like, I want to like strangle all of them. Like they're driving me crazy and they're, they yeah. can, you know, but they're, you know, they're kids who come, they're coming off the street. So like they have a lot of some right. bad habits and bad, um, they fight a lot and, and uh, they can be, um, and a lot of them have, you know, particular traumas may be related to their own mom, which gets right. taken out on me a lot. And uh, so some nights are really hard. Like, like I, always, I was joking this morning when I came into the office um, with one of the social workers, I was like, well, let's see who's mad at me today. <laughs> like, Oh, someone's no. always mad at you someone's always like <laughs> you know and, and they're they're very dramatic so it's like if someone's mad at me like they make a big show of it like if I walk into a room they'll just like get all their things and like run out That's okay so sorry fun. buddy but oh. but then the next day you know they want to they want to sit down and yeah. and have a chat so it's it's I think that's working with kids in general, but, but these kids have a little say, extra. They're, they're like high school kids. What, what do you, you know, teenage kids. Teenage yeah, you know. Kids. What do you expect from them? Exactly. Exactly. I, I still so, get so you understand. Leave, so. <laughs> yeah, but we have a lot of fun. Like I, you know, some, some days are hard, but we have a lot of fun. They love to dance. They love to, to play games and just, you know, watch movies watch action movies of course they love all the marvel movies and anything that you know they don't they don't get on the streets of course right and now speaking of movies right mm. this is one of my favorite like stories in the world i don't know if you remember this i'm sure yes. you will when i say it but you sent mm -hmm. us one time a, a picture and a video of you taking them to the movies i think yes. for the first time and they mm -hmm. discovered an escalator for the first time. Yes, I, of course I remember that. <laughs> can, can you tell us about that? Because that is my favorite oh my thing gosh. like ever. Yeah, so this was before I lived there. This was just when I was going to visit one time. It must have been in like spring of 2018 because um, it was Black Panther. And which is so cool because, you know, Black Panther is set in East Africa and like, it has so many African, like legit African actors. And, and Lupita Nyong'o is, is Kenyan. So it's like really special to Kenyans. Mm. And, um, and so when I was planning with, with the staff, like before I came, I was like, hey, you know, I was just thinking, is there anywhere I can take the boys to see a movie? I know Black Panther's out. I've been checking like Nairobi theaters and seeing that it was still there or whatever. And, um, and I just thought like, I figured they had all been to a movie. I never, I guess I never really thought about it. And so I said, this would just be something fun for us to do. And staff was like yeah let's let's do it and, and one of them mentioned like I don't think any of the boys have seen a movie and then like only a couple of the staff members had seen a movie in a really? theater it's just it's all they're only in like the big cities and they're I mean it's it's definitely a luxury so a lot of people just don't don't have the capacity to do it or they don't even have a movie theater available so mm -hmm. um so when I came I mean it's like a big ordeal we had to like get a bus and pay for a bus to, we're, we're a couple hours from Nairobi so take a bus to take us to Nairobi and the whole time I'm like so excited because I'm thinking they're gonna see a movie it's gonna be an like African actors Black Panther I'd already seen Black Panther so at this point I'm like they're gonna love it right. and um I didn't even think about the escalator thing to be honest and so <laughs> we pull up to this we pull up to the shop it's like a shopping mall and um you know we parked it then we're going and I'm like really we're, we're running a little late so I'm like let's just like 
we got to get to the theater. I'm like, come on, guys, let's let's go. And I don't know where the theater is in the small, so we're walking. And then we get on the escalator, and I'm just like, do, 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 you know, just, <laughs> and I just, I can just hear them. I mean, you saw the video. I can just hear them, like, freaking out, like, laughing, and just like, oh, and they're just there. Like, one of them was, like, doing the, you know, in the movie, is it an elf? Where, um... <laughs> where Will Ferrell like puts his foot and he like doesn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, and, and I mean, they were kind of like, so I ended up having to like go back down the escalator and stay at the bottom to like help them <laughs> to get off because they were like, some of them were scared, but they were so excited. It was just like a whole thing. And I mean, I've never heard just like so much, uh, you know, just like giddy commotion. laughter. Yeah, yeah, it's just commotion. That's the way to put it. And to me, I mean, and they, of course, they got it. They loved the movie. Everything was, like, really special. But to me, that was, like, the thing that I just wasn't expecting that was, like, really special. And it just reminds me, like, there's so much I don't know about their lives and, like, what they've experienced. And it just, you know, yeah, it's just so crazy, the things that we take for granted, like an escalator. Share that story every time we go on an escalator with whoever we're with. We do. Oh, my gosh. I love so that. <laughs> yeah. Always. And uh, what would you say is, like, the biggest difference from life in, in the U.S. to life in Kenya? I know that's probably a vague question, but. No, no. I mean, it's, it's weird because I tell people like my life is probably like not as, I don't say it's bad, but my life is probably like not as different as you think, but then in some ways it's like way different than you think, you know? Mm. Cause I think people either, you know, they see that I'm like posting on Instagram and I have technology and stuff and they think, Oh, this is just like normal life. Or they see like some of the harder stuff and they think oh gosh she's living in like a third world country in poverty or whatever you know so it's right. it's kind of like neither one and I think the biggest the biggest thing for me is just having access to things like I was telling you earlier Greg like right now is our we're getting into like our rainy season Kenya doesn't really have like seasons like the U.S. because we're so close to the equator it's hot all the time but we do have like rainy season and dry season and so we're getting into rainy season and like the road that gets me to civilization, essentially, like to, to the grocery store, to town or anything, it, there's a river that like passes through it. And like, once rainy season starts, like I can't drive it in my car. So like, I'll either have to wait until like someone I know who has like a truck or like four wheel drive or something can take me to town or I have to like literally walk to the grocery store. So that that's something that that's different is just like how accessible things are is so dependent on like the weather and things wow. like that um so I'm, I'm kind of like preparing for like a month or so of like not being able to go places that I want to go um Crazy. so that's definitely different and then, you know just my day-to-day is different I went from from going to New York City every day for work and working in a high-rise and you know yeah. riding the subway and all that to just like <laughs> I mean, my, most, most days I go from my house to the shelter, which is like a two minute drive. <laughs> I could walk there, you know, and, um, and then back home. And, and so it's a lot slower, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's definitely no. different. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, but it's cool. Like I, I appreciate things. Like I, I go to Nairobi maybe like once a month and just to, they, they have bigger like shopping malls and they have a lot more like American stuff there. So I can get like I was really excited the other day. I found cherry coke in Nairobi, which I have never seen as long as I've been here. And I don't even drink coke that much. Like when I was in the states, I would barely drink it. But I saw a cherry coke, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I bought like six of them. I was like, "I need these cherry cokes." Um, (laughs) Or or like like breakfast cereal. You can't get like normal breakfast cereal, but there's one store in Nairobi 
that sells it. So I can get like, for example, a box of cinnamon toast crunch, but it's like $14. Wow. So, no. But I just buy it anyway. <laughs> oh man. So it's stuff like that. You just appreciate. Um, yeah. I found a lot of like substitutes for things that, Jeez. that I like back home, you know, okay. so you just, you just make it work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, has COVID hit Kenya? Is that, does it exist out there? It exists. Um, and you know, when all of this, this started, everyone here like freaked out because, and not, you know, all the news stations are saying like Africa is going to be like decimated just because of the way people live in villages and just everyone's kind of on top of each other. They ride in public transportation really close to each other. So everyone was like freaking out. Um, and even like a lot of Americans that were living here went home. I thought the organization that I came here through was going to send me back to the States. Um, but they didn't end up doing it. And, and I was happy. Like I felt safer here just because of where I am, but um, it hasn't been as bad as people thought. Everyone takes it really seriously here okay. and the government takes it really seriously. So like when it first started, they closed off all the big cities. So no one could go in and out of Nairobi. No one could go in and out of Mombasa, which is like another big city of ours. Uh, and that really, I mean, to, to me, I think that was a big part of containing it pretty well in the beginning. So we have, I think, Right now we have about a hundred thousand cases in like all of Kenya. And I think we've had like we roughly like a hundred to two hundred a day positive cases in the whole uh, country. And, and I mean we don't it, it's hard to know how accurate the tracking right, is, but it hasn't been it hasn't been as bad as everyone thought. And everyone's really um careful about it. Like you don't really catch people not wearing masks in town and and they're yeah. like pretty vigilant about it like if you go in a grocery store you pull your mask down like a guy will come up and be like hey like pull that up <laughs> so it's, it's very you know pretty much spot on with here too same way you can't I mean yeah. they don't even let you in stores without a mask and you know same thing if you're in a store you, you have to keep it up and all that so it's yeah it's, and I think New York and like the, uh, your area has done well with that but let me tell you when I was in Texas and you know I actually got COVID when I was in Texas <laughs> that's another story but I mean I was just shocked at like Technically, there were mask mandates, but like people, no one was stopped. There was, I saw people in every store I went in, just like no mask. And if people would confront them about it, they were just like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Sorry. Like, wow. <laughs> so, so I'm grateful everyone's taking it really seriously here because if we don't have the infrastructure, like we definitely don't have the hospital beds, we don't have the capacity to treat yeah. a huge outbreak. So I'm, I'm grateful it hasn't been as bad as they thought. Yeah. All right. What's the uh, flight like out to Kenya? How long is that? Whew. Um, well, you know, right before I moved here, they, they, they started the first direct flight, which was actually from New York to Kenya, which oh, really? was great right after I left New York. And I've never taken that flight. It's like, I think it's like 14 hours straight from New York wow. to Nairobi. Um, but typically what I do, whether I'm flying from New York or, or Houston, which is now where I typically find out of, I usually fly through Amsterdam or Paris. So that's about like an eight, nine hour flight up to Europe. And then another like eight nine hour flight down to Nairobi so it's pretty much a full day of travel <laughs> yeah, um but I I don't mind it I like I like the Amsterdam airport so I try to, to go through there when I can it's pretty nice you can get some good cheese there they got a McDonald's and a Starbucks okay. you know so <laughs> there are McDonald's out in Kenya there's not there's not no. McDonald's but there there is like Burger King and there's KFC really yeah there's random stuff there's Domino's Pizza okay. um interesting yeah so it's it's pretty weird, but you know we have we have something a, a chain here in Kenya that's called Java House. It's basically like 
a Starbucks, but then they have like also a full food menu that's really good. That's that's kind of my jam. It's like their coffee's better than Starbucks and their food is really good. So you can uh, find like Java houses in most major cities around here. But yeah, okay. randomly you'll see a Burger King. There's actually a lot of KFCs. So uh, you just never know. How about the water out there? Is it a uh, is it the okay? water? Water. It, water. It is okay. Water. <laughs> in Texas we say water. Water. Um but yeah, it's it's good. Um you can't drink it straight from the tap out here. Um, but I have a pretty good like filter thing that I use. And then actually it's funny, you asked, like my water was out for like two days this week, which is pretty rare. The electricity is, is spotty, but yeah. I didn't have water for like two days this week. And nobody explained why. Just one day it started working again. So okay. <laughs> so you never know with the water. And and because you know we have a rainy season, but we also have like a really bad dry season. So sometimes you'll actually like the water will run out. So you have to be careful about All using right. too much water. <laughs> and how about pizza? Is there pizza out there? It's at. Well, you said there's Domino's, right? Yeah, but not where I am. There's Domino's in Nairobi. There's a, there's a place in my town though that has pizza. It's, it's okay. rare and it's not always good. Like you, yeah. you gotta kind of, I wouldn't just go somewhere and order pizza. I'm like, let me see that first. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But the place, I'll, I'll send you guys some pictures after this. This All was right. probably about a year ago, but we, we, the boys had never had pizza, or a lot of them had never had pizza. So, um, and they call it pizza. We want some pizza. Um, <laughs> so I went and got like probably like thirty pizzas from this place in town, and and we had pizza at the shelter, and it was it was fun, and it was pretty, it's pretty good. So, but it doesn't mean it's not New York. So, <laughs> yeah. How do you think the boys would do if you brought them here for like a week in New York? Oh my gosh. <laughs> They would die. They would love it, but I would be terrified because they would be running in traffic. They'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I would get like a bunch of those like children leashes, you know. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. There was there was it, a time. It, 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 elf, right? Pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That level of excitement and like wonder. There was a time when I was still living in New York. I used to on my lunch breaks, I'd, I'd FaceTime them or whatever, or do like a video call with them and and mm. walk them around and I was working right in like midtown at the time so I'd walk down like to the like Empire State Building and like show them and you could just see their faces like oh my yeah uh, so excited. <laughs> uh, and now if there's one lesson you can leave behind to all the kids in Kenya what would that lesson Gosh. be? I think like and, and this is maybe not even specific to them it's just it's how I want to the lesson I want to leave with anyone I interact with is just like I just want people to understand like their value that they have, they have value and they're loved and like they can, you know, not to sound cheesy, but like they can do anything they want to do. Like truly, it's not like these, these kids come into us like so dejected and just like, you know, the, the way that people treat street kids here is just like, it's appalling. It's disgusting. Like, you know, I think back to like New York, you know, people, maybe they don't, maybe they just ignore homeless people or whatever, but typically you don't see anyone being like nasty and mean to, to the homeless people. But, but in Kenya, like these kids are seen as like the worst of the worst, like they get called criminals and thieves and thugs and, and just like, you know, they get abused like physically and sexually and so many things that happen to them on the street. So like, I just, I just think when they, when they come in, I just want to be that person that, you know, Oh, you want to do this? You want to be a doctor? Great. Like go be a doctor. Like you want to, go, you know, you want, they always say, I want to go to the U.S. one day and say, okay, great. Maybe you will. Like, you know, I just, 
I, I don't want them to feel limited by their circumstances. So I, that's what I would just say is just like, I want them to have dreams and goals and yeah, they, they may not have the same resources and things that I've had, but I don't know. I just, I just want to inspire them to like pursue their, their passions and the things that they love and, and to feel like they can, you know? Very good. I like it. Of course. <laughs> so good. And I, I hope they all listen to this and they, they, I hope you play this for them when they hear that. I, I actually will. They'll love it. Oh, yeah. they will love it, Greg. I'll play it for them. <laughs> They'll think it's so cool. Are there any shout-outs you should give? I, I can't because there's like 40 of them, and if I miss anyone, they will be very upset. So I'll just say shout-out to my boys, Nevasha Children's Shelter. Nawapenda right. sana. I love you very much. Nawapenda. <laughs> All right, and uh, not only do we consider you one of our closest friends in this world, like mm -hmm. ever, but uh, you also took us on one of our best vacations of our lives. And, really? Uh, took our first trip ever to Cooperstown with you. Mm -hmm. It wasn't your first trip, but it was ours. And we went to the yeah. MLB Hall of Fame, and we got to yes. see Mike Piazza and Ken Griffey Jr. get inducted. So doctor. cool. And you were like our unofficial tour guide for that weekend because you've been there and you've done it. And you showed us all well, I had just gone for the first time the year before. And yeah. I was like, I was still on a high from that. <laughs> uh-huh. And man, that was one of the best vacations we've ever gone on. And to see Griffey and Piazza and two of my favorite baseball players get inducted. And you know all the tricks you, you had us put out. Well, I don't want to give it away, but you got us front row <laughs> right, right on the... On the parade they're on Main Street or whatever, yeah. yeah. Well, that was one of the things that I thought was so cool. I always just thought like Hall of Fame weekend was like, just go to the induction ceremony or whatever. But like, I didn't realize that like all the Hall of Famers came back and they did like the parade and like, you got to see everyone. Like, I think he wasn't there that year when I was with you guys, but the first year I went, I saw Hank Aaron, like, are you kidding me? Crazy. Like, this right. is so crazy. Um, and I just didn't realize that. I guess I didn't really think about it. I just thought it was all about like the induction ceremony. And so yeah. it was really cool to me to, to know like, wow, you can like, they have this whole parade you can see all the hall of famers you can go to the museum which we did and there's just a lot to see and do i thought it was pretty cool that was a lot of fun and thanks to you we, we, uh, we did it right <laughs> well you guys love the mets as much as i love my poor poor astros so <laughs> <laughs> say poor poor astros at least you have some world series rings in your lifetime well we have one with the with an asterisk now <laughs> but that's true it's yeah. still it's still uh true true uh World Series went to me. Listen, we, we live by this quote. If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I would think. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, we're, we don't want to veer this podcast too far off. But, I mean, look, we know they weren't the only, they weren't the only team in the league <laughs> pulling that. So, um, it's unfortunate. They're the ones that are, that are there in the way of it. But it is what it is. Hopefully, everyone can, can just get over it. And then, and, and maybe we'll get a nice, clean World Series win soon. <laughs> right. And then the Mets got, got a piece of that, getting it. They got Beltron as their manager, and then... That's right. That, and that, like... About that? I know, I actually felt bad. I, you know, and I felt bad about that for him, because, like, whatever. I think he should face his consequences. But, man, he, it was so cool to see him to, to yeah. coach. And, yeah. I mean, that was pretty cool to see him as a manager. But what are you going to do? Do the boys out there <laughs> play any sports and any baseball? Do they like that stuff? They don't know baseball. Really? They love football, which is like true football, soccer to them. Um, we have just like a big field and they, every, literally every afternoon, probably from like three to like 4.30, they just play football. And I, I'm teaching them a little bit about American football. 
um, but they don't really like it. They just turn it into rugby. Um, like when I try to play American football with them, they end up just like reverting and playing rugby. So it's not going so well with that, but, um, but they do like, they do like to play football. They like to play basketball, but they, we don't really have a good place for them to play basketball. Mm. They did watch with me when the Astros were in the 2019 world series, you know, it was weird with the timing, like the games were starting in the middle of the night and they were wrapping up around like six, six thirty AM here. So I would, I would get up, the boys wake up about six, so I'd get up, drive over there with my laptop, and we'd watch, like, the end of those games, which were, like, heartbreaking games. Of course, we lost that World Series, but, um, but, so they kind of got into baseball a little bit, but in general, they, it's just, like, all football. They're really into, like, the Premier League um, soccer, so. Got it. And were they cheering with you for the Astros? They were. I, they didn't really understand it, but I would just tell them, oh, that's good, or that's bad, and they would get excited. <laughs> I, I made them wear a rally. I brought, like, all my Astros, like any Astros shirts, any Astros hats, everything that I had, and I made them wear them, even like made them wear like rally caps when we were losing. So they were, they were good sports, but they truly don't care about baseball. So <laughs> one of my favorite movies is uh, Cool Runnings and, and that's how I envision them with like yes. celebrating and yeah. And that's one of my favorite movies too. I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> totally out of their element, but they're like, cool. You, you like it? We'll cheer for it. Right. Awesome. And uh, you also supply us with pretty much all of our furniture in our house here. That, that is true. That was yeah, my big like, moving to Kenya sale. <laughs> yeah, and we bought as much as we can from you, whatever we were able to afford at the that time. That was really good timing, though. That's right when you guys were moving to your house, so it worked out great. And to this day, we still use every bit and piece of it that, that we have. I love it. <laughs> so it's still in good hands and still being put to use. And like the first three months, we slept in an air mattress that was yours, so. That's a pretty good air mattress, at least, you know. <laughs> yeah, and we still use it. But uh, if you ever need, oh, need it back, well, we have a few. <laughs> That's awesome. When I come to visit, I'll come crash at okay. your place and sleep on the air mattress. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Oh, um, so we have a few more questions if you have time. I know it's late over there for you. I got time. All right. So uh, what is something that people who know you may be surprised to hear about you that they may not already know? I'd be surprised to hear about me. Something that, this that is, people know about you. This is a silly one, but nope. I'll say <laughs> it. <laughs> I, can, I can work a Rubik's Cube in less than two minutes. You can, huh? I can. I wish, I don't, I have one somewhere, but I don't know where it is or I'll just do it for you. I have one right over there. Little known fact and a great party trick. I've done it in under three minutes, not under two. I've done, I have one right I've, over there. I had to work. Had to work to get it under two. Yeah, I've done it under three. <laughs> and, and I, that's awesome. And I always want to teach people, but as you know, if you can do it, it takes a long time to learn. And only one kid ever at the shelter has been patient enough for me to teach him like from start to finish. <laughs> oh, really? So I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> we might one day have to have a Zoom off. Yes, I love it. A Zoom off, yeah. To see who gets all I'll get that kid. He's probably faster than me now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a Ruby's Cube zoom off. There we go. I'm, I'm trying to get so many views. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. People love that stuff, right? It's so, uh, so cool. There's a documentary you <laughs> watched about uh, kids stopping Ruby's Cubes, and they were like, they traveled the world, and there was competitions, and it was interesting. Well, those kids are cool to me because, like, yeah. all I did was memorize how to do it. Like, when I right. see those people who just, like, look at it and then they do it behind their back and stuff, that blows my mind. I don't even know. I just learned it because I thought it would be cool, but it's not really cool. <laughs> 
No, it is not not many not many people out there like us that can solve a Rubik's that's cube. That's right. That's right. It's definitely a cool party trick, but that's yeah. about it. <laughs> um, and I ask this question to a lot of people that mm -hmm. now we interview here, and I'm very interested in hearing your answer because you do so much good in this world. And uh, so, 100 years from now, I don't know if you've heard this question asked before. I have heard it. So, what what do you want your legacy and your name to remember as? Um, you know, I, I've heard it and I should have prepared an answer, but <laughs> I didn't. Um, <laughs> I know you asked this question. Um, that's a hard question because I don't think, I pretty much know, I'm, I'm not, the things that I'm doing are not the type of things that like, I'm not going to be 100 years from all, like well known in the world right like no one's gonna be like oh her she's famous or whatever um you don't know that okay you don't I, I don't know that that's true I don't know that but but I've never had those aspirations you know like I don't have fame aspirations or I don't aspire to be like someone that the world knows but it kind of goes back to what I, I think you asked me about like what uh, kind of lessons I would want to leave I just you know my hope is maybe that in in inspiring other people to believe that they can do things that like a hundred years from now, maybe some of those people have gone and done like amazing things and maybe their names in light somewhere, their name is, is well known. Mm -hmm. um, I've kind of always felt that way just about myself and I don't know if it's just my personality or just like the way that God made me, but I just, you know, I, I like to, to push other people to do, um, not that I don't like to do things myself, but I like to, I like it when I, people that I know and that I love when they achieve their goals and when they do something that's really special to them or great. So, you know, I hope that maybe somewhere in my legacy is just like tons and tons of like Kenyan kids that are, that are just like crushing it, you know, in life or even, you know, crushing a community. You have just kids who've grown up and, and are good people and raise good families and raise their own kids to be really great. You know, I mean, I think it's, um, I'm not a parent and uh, I know maybe it still will be one day I don't know but but I feel like I have all these these children mm. that I've that I've been able to pour into that you know I'll, I'll be happy if 100 years from now their kids and their grandkids and their legacies are are thriving awesome well that's a great answer and uh, and I know you know I don't know I know New York and United States is a big place but I'm sure in Kenya They'll be uh, speaking of you for, for many, many years to come and the work you've done. I truly well, believe honestly. That's really kind of you to say. They definitely, you know, obviously I'm a little more noticeable here. So I do, I do get recognized, um, especially now I've been here a couple of years. They call me, usually in town, they call me Mama Shelter. <laughs> so, um, and and I'm, I'm one of very few um, white people. They call it, the, the word for white people, white person here is Mzungu. So if, if I'm in town anywhere, they're like, hey, Zungu, Zungu, Zungu. And so, uh, so. Uh, I'm definitely a little bit more, more known here than I would be walking through the streets of New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I tell you, not many people will just dedicate their life to the things that you do. And it's so nice that you do that. And I promise you, if there were more people like you in this world, it'd be an infinity times better place to live. It really would. That's a yeah. nice thing to Honestly. say. I, I, I think, you know, everyone's got their, their thing in you know, not everyone's going to pick up and move their life across the world. That was what I felt like could do. But it, but it's it's cool to see just like how much support I've gotten, even from just like you and Alex, just like sending me encouraging messages and just like, it's just cool to feel so connected 
to to people around the world that are also doing like their own really cool things and everyone's kind of got their lane and it's i, I love it yeah <laughs> well, good you're, you're definitely like it's super motivational to see what you do and keeps us on the right path and uh <laughs> if janelle can do it we could do it oh that's sweet i feel like my life's kind of boring sometimes so that's no that's, it's uh... crazy how interesting of a life you live <laughs> To be honest, and that's why people need to hear the story. Wow, that's really. So we see the smile you put on all their faces out there, and uh, it's nice to yeah. see. And Janelle, yes. where can people keep up with uh, the latest of what you are doing? Because see this. I I'm not as you probably have noticed. I'm not great at keeping up with social media, but I do have social media. Um, Instagram is my name is Janelle Simmons. J A N E L L S I M M O N S. That is my Instagram. My Twitter, which I'm probably most active on, is Janelle D. Simmons. That's because one time I had Janelle Simmons and then I got locked out of it. <laughs> I can never figure out how to get it back. <laughs> so Twitter is Janelle D. Simmons. Instagram, Janelle Simmons. And then probably the easiest is just JanelleSimmons.com. That's my website. That's where I have any information about like Kenya, the work that I'm doing, how you can support it, all of that. So Awesome. I'll tell you, it's such a nice change to see social media, your posts as opposed to, you know, 99% of what's going on out there on social media. So it's nice. Yeah, that's probably why I stay off a lot. It's a little bit depressing sometimes to be on social media, but I promise if you come to my page, you'll, you'll feel really happy. Right. <laughs> Lots of sweet boys and dogs and all kinds of good stuff. <laughs> well, we're going to link your, your Instagram and Twitter and website to this episode so people can find you, you know, that much easier. And I'm sure on that website, I know we've done it before and we want everyone to do it there's a donation link up there. Is it still there? It is there. If you go to my website, JanelleSimmons.com, I have to think it, it's there. I think okay. there's a tab that says Kenya and it's all the info's there. So, right. and you know, we, we do love to donate to, you know, good causes and we're always a little, you know, wary about where the money will go, but we know it goes to great places and in your hands, it's going to be well spent. So oh, well, thank you. That That's, that's important to me. I always worried when I would give to charity, like, oh, are these people using my money? Like, is it yeah. just going in their pockets? Or like, what are they doing with it? So I can vouch for the good work we're doing here for sure. All right. So I have one final question for you, and it's a big one. Uh oh. And you got to answer it because you just said. Oh, no. Janelle D. Simmons. What does that D stand for? <laughs> it's it's not a, it's it's not embarrassing Denise my middle name Denise. is Denise okay all right <laughs> the the boys think it's funny because they've never heard the word Denise and they think it's Dennis and they're like that's a boy's name that's a boy's name <laughs> so that's great but it is in fact Denise <laughs> all right well tell them Kenya boys we said what's up I will uh, we should do it we should do a FaceTime with them sometime to say hi to you guys They'd that would it. be great we would love that anytime whatever you know your schedule is that fits with that we'll make sure we're available for it we'd love to, okay, to chat with up. them and say what's up <laughs> yeah so, uh, all right and do, do they know how awesome you are I'm sure they do <laughs> well it depends on the day but I think <laughs> I think they like me all right <laughs> all right well good well if, if not we'll have to tell them how cool you are uh-huh thanks that'll go a long way if they they think uh <laughs> other people think I'm cool that'll go a long way <laughs> all right and if there's anywhere they want to see if we, like we'll go there and FaceTime you and show them so let us know I I really should they like I said they've been really into Google so they like to I, I like showed them my old house in Staten Island and like yeah. my the different places in the city so they'd be okay. they'd be really into that <laughs> and there's anything that like they're learning about you're teaching them let us know and we'll, we'll make a trip and, and FaceTime you so they can see it that'd be awesome they yeah, I, we should FaceTime soon so they can see snow because 
They're really uh, yeah. interested in snow. I've been Let's showing them it. all the pictures from Texas, but they, it would be cool there's, for them to see it. There's snow outside time. right now. We're actually getting hit with more tonight into tomorrow. So sweet. I'll hit you, you up. We'll do yeah. it. <laughs> awesome. Let's see. Right, Janelle, thank you so much. Honestly, Thanks, it's an man. honor. It's a pleasure. It's a privilege, really. You've you've been with us since day one of this podcast, and it's about. Well, time I, I'm pretty excited to be on it. I feel like yeah. I've gotten some shout outs, but this is like next level. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So this is your first official episode. Funny Anything Goes podcast, and it's super interesting, and, and uh, we can't wait to get it out. Awesome. I love you guys. Thanks yeah, for having me on. For sure. Right back at you. So, uh, all right, Janelle, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. Keep doing your thing. We love hearing about it. We love seeing it, and keep up the good work. Thanks. So, Bye. Uh, Crazy Greg and Mama, what do they call you? Mama Shelter. Mama Shelter. <laughs> Mama Shelter out on the Anything Goes podcast. <laughs>hard knock life for y'all mm-hmm. but uh we got your back oh yeah we're here for you mm-hmm. and uh follow janelle's path yes. she'll head you head in the right direction with y'all mm-hmm. she'll keep you on the right path that's right so uh there it is janelle simmons yeah doing uh doing fighting a good fight mm-hmm. doing what she does yeah doing what she does best bettering people mm-hmm and uh, she says in the interview she's not doing this for fame or for, right. you know, to be noticed. And her vision would be for these kids to one day follow their dreams of and, course. you know, do them. So that's that's what she wants in life. Yeah. But uh, Janelle, you deserve to be noticed and shouted out. And this episode is dedicated to you. There should be more people like you in the there world. There should be. And I would hope one day, years from now... And a hundred years from now, Kenya has a nice big statue <laughs> of Mama Shelter. Of Mama Shelter, and, and I truly, truly feel that way. Yeah. I do. I, you know, my my wish for that would be to uh, to make and a big statue. And all the other people there. out there with her doing good work. Well, yeah, of yeah. course, mm-hmm. of course. Gotta, you know, shout them out too. Yeah, They're yeah. It's them. it's not just her. There's a whole team of them out there yeah. doing, you know, yeah. what they do. But uh, she's she's really dedicating her life to to bettering these kids. Yeah. And bettering the world. Yeah. And uh, we, we did link her website to this right. page. So, listen, you don't have to do it. We, we've said many times we're not here to ask for money for anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know. If we, you're looking for a good cause yes. to donate to yep. right now or whenever, the link is there. Feel free to check it out and 
donate yeah. and, or just... and we wouldn't ask you guys to do anything that we wouldn't do ourselves and we have you know yeah exactly donated because we know it's a good cause exactly so that's that yes and uh she did actually show us that video of the, of the boys on the escalator yes oh, oh man so fun. like you it. said we literally tell that story to so many people and every time we're on an escalator i just think of them uh-huh it was so and good like, it's amazing too to think how many things we do not i mean an escalator is not a daily basis type of thing but some people might be yeah but like that we just take for granted yeah that we're just like oh step on the escalator and go right up and whatever (laughs) or an elevator or what these these random things that we do or have done so many times in our lives and then you think of these kids who have never even seen or know what that is and they're afraid to get on it and it's just it's amazing to think like it, it's it definitely humbles you a little bit to be like yeah you know yeah. but if you think about it the escalator could be like uh what in the world is this I mean if you don't know what it think is about it yeah like if yeah. you think about like never see, like just seeing steps right and then you go and you're like why are those stairs moving I don't trust it it's gonna eat me that's uh-huh. what I as a kid they were scary I always yeah. imagined getting sucked into the top of it or the right. bottom of it yeah and especially if you're going up in it and you don't know like what's at the top of the escalator right, it's like right. where is this leading us to yeah that's so yeah. funny yeah. Uh, and then I could just only imagine them in the movie theater watching oh, Black Panther man. and like a Marvel movie where, you know. And Black Panther. Yes, it's there. It's literally based where they're from. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's, it's, they probably like, that's us. Like, that's, right. you know, like we can relate to, to this whole movie. Yeah. And it must have been amazing to see it on a big screen like that. Like, how yeah. amazing. And then just boys being boys. I can only imagine <laughs> right. them going back home in the next, like, weeks just, you know, being playing like, Black Panther. Black, and, no, you're this person. Yeah. No, I'm Black Panther. You know? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, so good. And then uh, we got a little bit into the Hall of Fame trip that we took with Janelle. Yeah. Yep. That was a great, great, great that trip. That was awesome. It was really hot, that trip, I remember. Yeah, it was. was. like, 100 yep, degrees. For sure. Yeah. But uh, for me, I've never been to Cooperstown. No, and, yeah, me neither. Yeah. And, you know, I live in die the Mets yes and got to see Piazza get inducted mm-hmm. and Ken Griffey Jr. yeah like how and, awesome and and I think I know where you might be going with this you met I met the man himself mm-hmm. one of my probably my favorite pitcher of all yeah okay my favorite pitcher yeah. of all time Pedro Martinez yep I did he was there and I yeah. got a picture with him and I got to meet him and uh it was yeah that's my favorite picture was actually pitcher. Ever. weird how that works we were kind of just walking the streets because if you've ever been to cooperstown it's just one big street and then there's side streets and on those side streets there's you can meet people and there you can go into the shops and all these things and we went down a side street and there's this one building and we're like greg's like oh i wonder who's in there like to meet mm-hmm. so he goes and asks someone they're like oh this person this person pedro Greg's like what and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm going in there. Yeah, I, I need to meet Pedro. And he, you know, worked his way where he was able to get in there and meet yeah, Pedro. I met and, him. I got a picture with him. And yeah. It's awesome. It was so good. So that was a good trip. And then Janelle knew some, you know, some trip tricks and tips to uh, right. get us front row of the parade. Yes. So that was awesome. And, and I'm not saying he did or didn't, but Piazza may have pointed right at me. <laughs> I'm not saying. No, no, no. There weren't. He pointed at me. 30,000 other people surrounding <laughs> us, but I, but he pointed right at me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. definitely a fun trip. And yeah. the, we actually stayed in like this big cabin in the woods. Yes. Cabin in the woods? It literally felt like the cabin in the woods. 
Yeah. Pun intended there. So scary. It was so scary. But it was fun. We had, um, this was kind of dangerous. I'm surprised none of us broke <laughs> our faces. But um, we had uh, in the dark hide and seek dodgeball. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. House dodgeball. Yeah. And was... then it turned into like hide and seek. Right. And we were just, were pegging each other with <laughs> well, yeah, it was We played hide and seek in the dark in this cabin in the woods. And you had to find the person. Instead of tagging them, you had to throw a dodgeball at right. them. I will were... say, Janelle had such a good hiding spot. <laughs> we went like six rounds straight without finding her. Yeah. And we're like, all right, we need to stop playing. Because is Janelle here? Did she Hysterical. leave? Like, yeah. Did a bear get her? She, she was the MVP of, of that hide and seek And game. she was in like, <laughs> I remember it was upstairs. There was like a, like a loft bedroom area. I don't know if she was like under the mattress or like in like a, in like a, like a chest or something. I don't remember what yeah, it was. Some like Ottoman thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she was like inside of it. And I'm like, how'd you stay in there that long? Yeah. And oh. uh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say this house, when you're driving, you're driving down like a uh, abandoned dirt road. Right. And then somewhere in the woods, there's like this little gravel road right. opening. And you have to figure out. That you have to out. make a left <laughs> and take that about a half mile down to get to the house. You're in the woods. Yeah, this it was, was crazy. Very deep in there. Although it was really nice. Yeah. Oh, it, it was, was very nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It was cool. But uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And then Janelle also gave us pretty much half our furniture that we own for our house. Yes. The first like month, few months that we lived here, it was on her, the air mattress she gave us. Um, we still have in our bedroom as our like, I guess, TV, not TV stands, but cable box and stuff like that goes on it. Our Apple TV. Yeah. Um, it's like a. Like a four, four yeah, yeah, like a four draw dresser type. That's not a yeah. dresser, but it's like a storage thing. It's not even a draw. It's like storage bins. Yeah, that go inside of it, yeah. right? This thing is Janelle's right here. Oh yeah, yeah. This... We have a wooden like bamboo type shelf. Yeah. And yeah, we use it in our living room right. still. So, and we have a bookshelf. So shelf. much of it. Yep. Oh yeah. We have a lot. So uh, Janelle, wrapped? yeah, she hooked <laughs> us up. She did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, all kidding aside, though these uh, these kids out there haven't had the, the greatest upbringing, and right. Janelle just turns that around mm -hmm. instantly. Yep. And she really is, I don't know, just so great in everything yeah, she does. Definitely. And her views in life is just so inspirational. Mm -hmm. And she just wants everybody to follow their dreams. Yep. And there's nothing in life that you can't do or accomplish if you really do put everything you have into it. And I will say, say it. All the good stuff she does. Right. Karma does come around and help her out, because before her time in Kenya and she was living in New York, she still did good here. And one time, I'll never forget this story because okay. you know how much I love this person. Right. She was on the subway. Yep. And yep. who was sitting across from her? Right across just from her. Hanging out on the subway by himself. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. He was. And she played it so cool, which I give you credit for, Janelle, because I would have been like, oh my God, Jake, I love you so much. Um, he's my favorite actor. You know this. Yeah. And I literally was like, oh man, I'm so jealous. But if anyone deserved to see and meet him, it's her. And yeah. he was like, like, she played it cool. And he was like, hey, like he kind of gave her right. a little like, what's up? He acknowledged her. Uh, and yeah. So awesome. So uh, she's she's got many stories to tell. Yes. And I'm glad she was able to tell just you know, a few of those stories yeah. here with us on this podcast. Yeah. There was one other thing I wanted to say. Huh. Let me think, because I did want to, and... We went whitewater rafting with I her, got, too. Oh, yes, we did. That was a 
freaking trip. Yes, we did. We went whitewater rafting, and I dropped my camera. You did deep into the ocean. Um, it. I think Mr. DJ Khalil almost broke his ankle getting into the water. We didn't even get into the boat yet. Do you remember? And he slipped. Was that yes. him or you? No, that was him. That was him, and he slipped on the rock. Yeah. And yeah, you almost like. Broke I, I will ankle. tell you this. I don't know what water is like anywhere else, but we had to walk across like oh, man. 100 yards of water to get to the kayak. My the feet, raft. I mean, the, the raft, mm-hmm. my bad. <laughs> uh, pins and needles the second oh, my feet hit that please. water. You know how much I hate cold water. Like, goodness. Yeah. That was the coldest no. water I've ever felt in my life. That's not true. What? You're going to say Mountain Creek? Absolutely. I don't know. I don't know. Although it might have been close to over there. Yeah, that was cold water. Was it over there? I don't even know where it was. I forget. Mm, Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, but I had a lot of great video footage on that camera. It's lost in the... Yeah, it got eaten by the ocean. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, Because you were too busy throwing water whatever at the other rafts you were able to like they gave you buckets and you were able to have like water guns and shoot other rafts and stuff it was fun greg of course gets a little too into things Uh, and did it and the camera came flying off his wrist because there was like a strap he went right into the water that was that was bad it took me a while to get over that yeah you were pissed yeah it was and then i remember we're going and it was maybe you me janelle and joe right and we're going and we're like, why are we just not like, we're really just not going. We turn around and Joe, Joe's just sitting there. Hanging out. He's <laughs> like, I'm tired. The ride. Yeah. I need a break. Yeah. And we're like, Joe. <laughs> it was funny. It really was a lot of fun. We were able to bring like lunch on and then we stopped midway. I don't think any of us really knew how long this was yeah, going to be. Right. It was like six hours. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But we had for fun. sure. Uh, I-, I will say this. If I would have seen the camera like get tossed from my arm into the ocean yes i would have thrown you right in to go grab it <laughs> yeah right i would have you would have been right in there chasing that <laughs> camera and when you would have gotten it i would have said throw it throw it throw it throw it and to our boat. Yeah. <laughs> all right alex see you at the end yeah. <laughs> for sure you would have been right in there chasing that yep. that camera yep all right uh, yeah we someone's had... gonna find it one day yeah right mm-hmm. right they will and janelle's one of the biggest houston Nashville fans yeah, i know is. big time Somehow so. we know two really yeah, big huge I know. Fans. Which in New York is rare. Y- yeah, definitely. Yeah. But uh, good for her, though. The Astros got their World Series. Yeah. So hopefully the Mets are next. Hopefully. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Janelle's a great person. We would love to have her back yes. at any point. Uh, you know, She was our first and number one fan. She was. Our OG listener. Yeah. Who... Uh, would text us and, and message us and be mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I love hearing you guys. Uh-huh. And yeah, and that kept us going. It did. It really did. Yeah. It was fun to be like, oh, it's... at least we're giving someone, like, you know, entertainment. Yeah. And also, she's so far from, you know, home. Right. I guess, you know, she, she makes a home wherever she goes. So that's, a I think, a vague word kind of thing. Yeah. But um, far from where she grew up, I'll say. So it's nice to give her a little piece of, you know, back here right and you know what the next time we're gonna have her on is our next the next time she'll be a guest on our on our podcast mm, baseball when we do our say by the bell episode i was gonna say i was yeah up. i was like oh say by the bell or yeah we gotta baseball. have her because she's just as big of a fan as honestly me. i think i would be like the ones asking you guys questions and you oh just, man because i am a little younger than 
you guys. A lot younger than us. No. You were born so, in the 2000s. No, I <laughs> I was not. Uh, so I obviously watched it by the Bell because I have a sister your age and she always was obsessed with it. So I always watched it too. But you guys are like, literally an episode will come on and it's the beginning scene where it's literally yeah. the first second of the show. And every episode of Saved by the Bell, for the most part, starts the same. It's either in the hallway by the lockers or at the max. And right. Greg will literally be like, oh, it's the episode that blah, 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 blah. I'm like, how did you know that just from that? Yeah, literally opening scene, opening segment before a line even gets yeah. spoken. Yeah. I can say what the episode is about right. just from, yeah, with within the first three seconds of like the visual of the That's opening crazy. scene. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And sometimes, like, the characters won't even be in the shot yet. Yeah, no, no, no. It's yeah, just yeah. the hallway. Right. <laughs> and they didn't even walk into the frame yet. Yeah. And Greg's like, oh, this is when Screech and Zach, yeah. whatever, you know, whatever. Go right. to the Dodgers game, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they and, did go to the Dodgers game. I know. And, and Zach said he was Jewish and used a Jewish holiday to go. Right. And uh, he caught the foul ball. And then Jesse's brother All right. uh, had them on, on videotape. <laughs> yeah. And he threatened to show Mr. Belding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's brother. He's such a jerk. Yeah, he is. But uh, That's for another episode. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> well, I guess technically it would be like her half-brother. Right. Whatever. So, yeah, whatever it is, it is. Uh, anyway, me and Janelle would crush Say by the Bell oh, trivia. Oh, man. I would sit it out. I'd be like, you and Janelle, go. Mm. You got, they wouldn't even be fair. It literally wouldn't even be fair. Yeah. So that's the next time we'll have her on. And then, of course, we could share some more Kenya stories. Yeah. I know she has a bunch We'll catch more. up. We'll see where yeah. she is at that point right. from now. So, uh, all right. Well, anything else you want to add to this uh, episode before we let these um, people go? No, I think that's it. Just a shout out to the boys at the shelter. Yeah, What's up? boys. Be careful on that jungle gym swing thing. You guys go nuts. And I heard someone... May or may not have flew off of it, <laughs> but it does look like fun. So I can't even lie. I would probably do the same thing. I'll, I'll say this about these these boys at the shelter. Yeah. Um, I, I like to consider myself as an athlete. Okay. And, you know, I can hold myself with sports and I can play a bunch of them and right. really compete. These kids would crush it. Oh, man. I would love to get them here <laughs> to play the sports I play and right. start a team. And they would absolutely crush it. Imagine. We've yeah. seen videos of them running and jumping and backflipping yeah. and front flipping. Well, think about and it. And jumping off tires and flipping. Yeah. And oh man, yeah. they are. If you are... think about it, they're outside all day, yes. just enjoying the outdoors and doing things that are physical and stuff like that. So they're probably in better shape than most oh, man. people here they in the States. They are athletes. Yeah. And I would love to get them and, you know. Yeah. Start a team with them. Definitely. With these we got to teach them here. softball. Yeah, for sure. Oh, if I can get them on my softball team. You Kenya boys, I have a softball team here in New York. And when you come out here, you're playing softball with me. Google softball. Yes. So here, yeah, we have some homework for you guys, okay? Yes. <laughs> uh, we want you to, I know Ken, uh, Janelle said that you just discovered Google. Mm-hmm. So that's great. It has a lot of great information on there. So Google some stuff in New York and New Jersey. And some places you want to see. And we will set it up that me and Alex will go there. And we'll FaceTime Janelle. Mm-hmm. And we'll show you these places. Yeah. You know. You can over see FaceTime. them live over FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there's a lot of awesome places here. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's a Statue of Liberty. There's 
just a bunch of Times stuff. Square. Times Square. Yeah, yeah. So all these great things. There's Six Flags Great Adventure with yeah. a lot of roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. We can uh, we could actually go on a roller coaster now. FaceTime Janelle as we're on the <laughs> roller coaster. And you could be um, on it with us. But just don't tell any of the workers there. <laughs> <laughs> just hopefully I don't drop my phone like I dropped my camera. Yeah. We've actually <laughs> dropped. There's been another time where you dropped your phone on a ride. Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's another story. Thankfully, we were able to retrieve it like 14 hours later. Yes. Before but, we uh, flew home. Yeah. Right before we flew home it's from our Disney. vacation. Just. Yeah. We'll get wow, there. We'll, we'll, we'll tell that story another time. But yeah. yeah. All right. But other than that, Janelle, keep doing your thing. Yes. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep doing your work. Keep we love it. you. Um, just like you're our number one fan of the podcast, we're your number one fans Definitely. of what you do out there and what you do in this world. Mm-hmm. And I said on the podcast, I'll say it again. During the interview, I said it. I'll say it here. I'll say it every day. <laughs> if there's more people like you in this world, oh, it'd be a much better place to live in. That's not even exaggerating in the slightest. Right. It's so true. For sure. So, uh, all right. I guess we're going to wrap it up at that. Yeah. And we're here enjoying our fifth snowstorm of the month. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll sit here and enjoy it for you. <laughs> right. And, and hey, if you guys want to see the snow, we'll yes. make that happen. Yes. Definitely. We'll, uh, we'll FaceTime that and yeah. run out in the snow. It's definitely... Right now, the hail stopped, and now it's really, it's like snowballs coming down outside yeah. right now. Like, yep. the size of these snowflakes are like the size of my hand. Yeah. Which, I guess, isn't that big. But. So, welcome <laughs> to New York City in the winter. Yep. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, I guess we're going to end it here. I guess so. We are done. Once again, Janelle, love you. Kenya boys, this is for you. Yes. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, anything else you guys want us to talk about. Let us know. Yeah. If there's anything on Google you find that you want us to talk about and do an episode about, we will do it. Yes. So let us know. Hit us up. Uh, All right. That's it. Ends another episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. We really appreciate it. And check out Janelle on Instagram and Twitter Mm -hmm. and her website. Yes. And you can see all the good stuff she's doing. Mm -hmm. So until then, this is Crazy Greg. Anything Goes Podcast. Joined by... I wasn't done yet. I like to interrupt you. Don't you know this by now? Now I have to redo everything, the entire episode (laughs) from the beginning. Check. Check. (laughs) One, two. One, two. Oh, goodness. All right. Uh, Yeah. Thank you all. We appreciate it more than you ever know. Hit up Janelle. Tell her, you know, all the wonderful things you want her to hear about the work she does. Yes. All right. I'm Greg, a.k.a. Crazy Greg, a.k.a. Pooh Bear. Anything Goes Podcast with? Am I allowed now? Alex. Okay, you're allowed now. Alex. Hi. Hi. <laughs> my name is Alex. It's weird saying my name. <laughs> yeah, it All is. All right. Let's let All these right. people go. See ya. Until Bye. next time, we love y'all. We really, 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 really. I'm not done yet. Hold on. Really do. Okay. I was done there. Help me. All right. Until next time. Kenya boys, big shout out. Be good, be crazy, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Anything Goes podcast with Greg and Alex. See you real soon. Suckers.